Hello there, everyone. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today, we are going to be talking about A Thousand Heartbeats by Kira Cass. So, just so you know, um, I've never read Kira Cass's books before, and I'm kind of mad at myself now. <laughs> the reason being is, you know, she mainly writes young adult romance, and we all know me. I'm not really here for the romance. I'm here for the actual storytelling. But... I will say she is an incredible storyteller. Um, this is a standalone. It has nothing to do with her betrothed series. It has nothing to do with her selection series. Um, it is solely a standalone, and it is phenomenal. It follows Anika, and it follows Lennox. So when I was reading the story, I really got a lot of Tristan and Isolde and Romeo and Juliet vibes. Absolutely love it. Absolutely here for it. Um, they are kind of like warring kingdoms, except Annika's kingdom doesn't even know that Lennox and his clan even exist. They live in the unmarked territory part of the map, and their whole clan has just kind of been wiped from the history books of Kadir. So she has no idea what he's even talking about when he kidnaps her and says, you know, you, you guys stole our kingdom. She's completely just floored. She's like, what? So I don't want to spoil everything, but of course things happen. And then at that point, it's like, how can you even be romantic interest at this point? You know, this is a lot of stuff you're going to have to overcome, basically. And it makes you wonder, like, what's going to happen between these, between these two characters? How are they going to fall in love with each other? And Cass really did put together a very wonderful story. I love the pacing. I was hooked from beginning to end. And the book is also separated into parts. So it's like part one, part two, part three. There's no time jumps. It's just a way to separate how the story is evolving. But I think it was very clever, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I really love her storytelling. I can't stress that enough. I don't read romance. I don't. I really don't. I'm not really here for the romance part of the story. However, this was absolutely phenomenal as far as the storytelling went because I was invested in these characters and I really want them to have their happy ending. I'm like, okay, how are we going to resolve this? How are we going to get you two together for forever? Because I'm invested in your love for one another. Um, and I'm invested in your story. They also balance each other out. So Annika is very fierce. Um, as far as the princess goes, her father has become very emotionally distant, somewhat abusive after the death of his wife, supposed death. You know, she disappeared, but she never came home. And everyone knows if she were, if she had left, she, she wouldn't have just left her family. She wouldn't have just left her kids. So everyone is assuming she's dead. And they're not wrong. She is dead. So ever since her disappearance and death, <coughs> sorry, her dad has become very protective to the point where it's abusive for her. So she takes her fate into her own hands. You know, she asks her brother to give her sword lessons. She's very clever. She learns how to pick locks. Like I said, she's a very, very clever and outgoing character. 
And at times, you could see that she is a Mary Sue kind of person, but she has a lot of internal dialogue that gives her more depth as far as the story goes. Now, she's a little bit more on the optimistic side. Lennox, on the other hand, is a little bit more on the pessimistic side, but they he's that brooding, angsty kind of character. But I kind of love that. I love my brooding characters. I mean, Cloud from Final Fantasy VII, ooh, love him. Love him so much. I'm here for the brooders. Um, <laughs> but he's very much an angsty, broody character because he's gone through so much in his life. Um, death of his father, his mother kind of ignoring him. It's just a lot of emotion for him. So he and Annika, they really do balance each other out. You know, they have their sword fights because, yes, they do fight one another and it's incredible and engaging and they can hold their own against one another. And I love that. I love how they go from enemies to lovers. I know that's kind of a cliche um, love trope, but if it's done right, I absolutely love it. If I'm invested in the characters and their romance, I'm here for it. And, and that's what Kira Cass did. She hooked me. And now I need to read more of her stuff. Now I need to go read The Siren. I'm going to start with that one because it's a standalone before I get invested in the selection series. But, oh my God, she is such a talented writer. And the story was so engaging and it was romantic and it was action-packed and it was tense and there are so many plot twists. And it's just the momentum, the pacing, it's all spectacular. I loved it. I really did. So I do have to give this book four out of five stars. It really did capture my attention. It really held it from beginning to end, and I absolutely loved it. So once again, four out of five stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, I will include links in the description of the podcast on where to purchase. And on that note, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Please don't forget to like this podcast and share it with all your book-loving friends and become a supporter by following any of my social media platforms. As always, everyone, happy reading.